The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 282. Wednesday, August 17th, 2016. <laughs> Paunch Stevenson Show. com. I don't know what episode I'm up to. 282-ish. Baby screaming. Agony. Plain agony. I, I'm I'm currently on a similar quest to Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, he was looking for a small green individual named Yoda. I'm on a similar quest. Sort of. Um, I'm here with a special guest who's not sitting here, he's standing. And uh, that is the infamous Class 316, who has many other monikers. Won't say them now. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Oh, Sit down. I'm sitting, I'm sitting. Doing good, but you know, upset at the luck we're having with Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. So, I guess I'll do some celebrity deaths. I think this is picking it up. Normal feature of the show. David Huddleston died. You know, remember him? He was 85. Uh, what was he in again? He was well. He was in. He was the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know he was also. Do you remember yeah, Santa yeah. Claus the movie? You remember Santa Claus the movie? There's so many Santa Claus movies. There's only been one Santa Claus the movie. I don't remember. But I, I know who you're talking about, though. I know which actor. I know who you're talking yes. about. Yes. He was also the... Uh, uh, what else was he in? <laughs> there many things. I don't know. I, it just For some reason, I just remember him most from Santa Claus the movie. Which... Um, I forget the actors who were in that. Basically, there was a boy who was like this street kid in New York, and then this redhead girl who was like this rich girl. And he would like look in the window. He was like a peeping Tom would like look in the window at her eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And she'd come out and like like give her give him her leftovers, you know, like a stray dog. Uh-huh. And then at some point, Huddleston Santa Claus. I don't know somehow he got involved. Dudley Moore was the chief elf. Dudley Moore. Hush, remember Judley? Never met Judley Moore? I don't think so. No, you couldn't have. So Dudley Moore was the chief elf, and his big thing was that they needed like an assembly line, modernize the gifts. Like they before they had been making for hundreds of years these stupid gifts of, you know, wooden wagon or some everything was out of wood. Right. I'm like, where are they getting all this wood in the North Pole? There's no trees. So he wanted it modernized, and he did. And he invented this, like, juice that allowed the reindeer to fly. And then John Lithgow was the bad guy. So uh, Lithgow made candy canes, and he put the, the special thing on there, and then he gave them out for free, and all these stupid kids ate the candy canes, and they flew up into the, no. <laughs> to the air. Yeah, I guess I don't recall this. Movie. No, it was it was big. It was one of those big ones. It was around 1985, and it was the big one like right around the time when like the video stores had opened up, mm-hmm. and we had this this um, I remember we had this uh, like this shoebox kind of a store, and they'd only have like one copy of every movie, so you'd have to go there like every day, like three times a day, to to see if it, if the person had returned it. You know, oh, put your right. name on the yeah. waiting list. Right. Oh, it, was, right. it was heinous. It was an absolutely heinous system. Yeah, how times have changed. Obviously. Wow. You, yeah. don't even, you don't leave your house. Yeah, exactly. To, to get a movie. You don't leave your house anymore. You can get, you get with well, a few clicks, I even get it via torrents. I know, because you're a, a, a hoodlum. You're an yeah. internet hoodlum. Yeah, a mooch. Mooch. Uh, another death was uh, somebody named Marnie Nixon. She was 86. She actually sung in a lot of the classic like musicals. She did the singing parts, like it, in uh, West Side Story. She sung the Natalie Wood part. Okay. Same. And uh, last but not least, Gary Marshall, the famous director, invented Happy Days. Oh, him, yeah. The Vernon Shirley. Yeah. Didn't you meet him? 
I did I meet him? Gosh, I don't even remember. I don't think so. I thought he did Chiller once, but maybe he may not have. I, I guess I'd have to check my archives. So, um... I don't believe I met him, by the, but I'd have to check. He trying to chalk my dish. Gary Marshall. Hello? Very, uh, like, thick New York accent. Penny Marshall's brother. Okay. Penny Marshall. Rob tried to take a candid shot of her chiller, and she gave him the finger. Penny <laughs> 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 Marshall's giving the finger. That's, that's funny. Well, she was doing one of those things where, like, she was, like, scratching her forehead, but with clearly with the middle finger. <laughs> and he's, he was like, he's like, I'm taking a shot of Penny Marshall. She's giving me the middle finger. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's better than Peter Fonda, who we tried to do that with, and he yelled at us. Yeah, I missed that chiller. Where, where Peter Fonda was at. Easy Rider. So, um... You have this, you, uh, you know, you're, you're infamous, famous, whatever, in the celebrity photo realm. Yeah, you know. Combo I've, realm, marked out. Yeah, I've... Why yeah. are you doing this? Which parts? Everything. Why, why do you do this? Well, it's, uh, I guess it's kind of like a drug addiction, you know, photo ops equals drugs. you got to have your drugs. You know, I don't enjoy the actual act of doing it, kind of yeah. like, you know, somebody has a job they don't like but do it for the money I kind of do it because I, for the photo ops I, in, in that respect but yeah I more often than not have a miserable time doing it <laughs> because you know like case in point today we're hanging out more than I, we intended to because of some hiccups in in Frank Oz's uh, so yeah a lot of I, uh, sometimes events. Uh, sometimes when I do certain events, I feel like, I, how do you say, time has taken out. Uh, time has been taken out of my lifespan. <laughs> so, th so these events, I try not to do them as much as I can. These kind of events. Yeah. Why do you do it at all? Because how uh, celebrities don't knock on your door to take a picture with you. You have what? to find your. You have to find your way to the celebrity. Why would? Why did you start doing? The first place. But what's the allure? You know, it's what was at one point did you say? Oh, I'd like to get a picture with so and so, and now let me just get it with everyone. Well, um, I, first of all, I don't go for everyone. I just uh, that's debatable. No, I don't go for everyone. I, I do, however, get whoever's present when I go for certain people. But um, the way it started, you know, growing up. Uh, it was more, you know, I'd see people getting autographs or read about it, and, yeah, and I'd be like, you know, that's kind, of, that's kind of cool to get the autograph of Arnold or to get the autograph of Hulk Hogan. How cool would that be? Or, or to get the autograph of Bret Hart. So, you know, when I moved to the U.S., you know, I started my own life uh, being independent, away from parents, and I figured, let me start doing it. Then I started at, at, the, at the, an auto show, where uh, where Vern Troyer, aka Mini Me, and Jerry the King Lawler were making appearances, <laughs> and um, and I uh, I went to the auto show and I got combos with them with a disposable camera, no less. I didn't I didn't even have a any a camera, much less a digital camera. And also, digitals weren't really mainstream where, uh, back then. It was 2003. So um, from then on, I started doing wrestling signings. Mm. And then I started doing wrestling conventions. Which you've been banned from a few of them. Hey, I was banned from one con. One. Not a few, just one. And um, I, although I do hope to be uh, let back in sometime in the future. But anyway. Um, so yeah, I started on wrestling cons. And um, then I started branching out into hotels uh, for wrestling where I met Vince McMahon for mm. the first time. Then I, then I started doing airports, and then I started branching out to celebrity conventions. After that, I started celebrity street meets. Mm. Then I started, you know, getting exact flight information for celebrities, and the rest, as they say, is history. So you're revealing all of this? Well, I've never really kept it a secret. So now, you mentioned combo. There's many, there's many, there's a lot of jargon, there's a lot of uh, anachronisms and things like that, so... 
Well, what, what, is, what is combo? Well, to be fair, I never invented combo. It was um, uh, a combo. Obviously, is an autograph and a photo op with the same person, and that's been uh, invented at. Uh, well, I first learned it at wrestling cons. But you seem to use that term to indicate you get anything. Not really. Like when I say I get a combo, it means I got a combo with the person. Not like if if I didn't get a combo, I either got an autograph or a photo op. But if I get both, I say combo. Yeah. But again, I didn't invent the term. People seem to to say I invented the term. Absolutely false. And uh, now you pray to the combo gods, do you not? Who are they? Okay, well that's just uh, th that's just a funny way of saying you know sometimes. You pray for you. You hope for luck. You know, mm. that's just a funny way of saying it. I hope you're praying today because we haven't had any. Yeah, my, I sure am praying to, uh, for some luck right now. Yes, because uh, we need uh, we need to be as successful as Luke Skywalker in our quest. Well, so what are your, some of your other favorite terms? Some of my other favorite terms. Well, well, there's one I did in fact invent, and that's kind of gotten somewhat popular the word the word virgilized ah, yeah, Virgil. yeah you know that's because uh, you know i would see virgil at every con sometimes he wouldn't be announced for cons no. and he would just show up. just shows up sometimes you know you you walk the streets of new york city you see virgil walking around just randomly so it's like you know anyone who's wanted to get uh, photo ops or autographs from virgil has by now uh, should have been able to get everything they wanted uh, wanted signed by now. Well, so that's if you want to pay him, that's right. Well, if you wanted to, anyway. So, like, if you wanted something signed, you had it signed by Virgil because there's no way you could miss it. So, be, so having somebody Virgilized means I never need that person ever again. So that 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 term kind of gained the popularity and is being used by. Uh, and and that one I did actually invent. So I admit when I invent the terms. Now, what's a hippo? Hippo, oh, that's, uh, I, I, again, not my invention, someone else, actually, IVP Chris, who, who, who uh, operates IVP, IVP videos, invented that on Marked Out. That's kind of a, a, term, uh, a term used to designate uh, a secret spot without actually revealing the spot. I thought it was just a ho for a hotel. No, it could be hotel, airport, um, backstage door, th uh, a secret theater, could be anything. No. Trying to think what are some of that. Well, there's the term marked out in general, which, what is that? That kind of means like, just kind of like freak out, right? Well, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, kind of like treating the celebrity like they're more than a celebrity, like they're the character, like you're marking out for the celebrity. You love them so much. Yeah, yeah kind of. But again, not my invention. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of one of the other ones. Um, hippo, marked out, combo. Uh, I don't know. Valid or invalid? Well, that's your thing. This valid, invalid thing, and what's accurate and not accurate. That that that's within. That's something that you concentrate on, which I don't care. Right, but. Uh, letting off here. Yeah, but um, well, to the. That's true, but to, to be fair, uh, pe pe other people use it, uh, that term without actually using the term. For instance, in Star Wars, you've got the valid uh, Star Wars and invalid Star Wars. They use different terms like Star Wars Canon and Star Wars Legend. So, uh, like, uh, and I've seen people say, "Well, this photo op doesn't count because he's not looking." That's like saying this photo op is invalid. Well, so let me ask you: Why is it that you guys are so dead against photoshopping something so that? It makes the picture look a little bit better. What's well, the difference? Nobody cares. At the end of the day, well, I'm not opposed to it. In fact, I do it to remove photo bombs. Yeah, but like if the person isn't looking exactly, and you move the eyeballs a little bit, just you're cheating. It's like yeah, cheating. It's not cheating. It's just polishing. Yeah. You know, you bought a you bought an old car. It's a classic, and uh, it needs a little polish. Yeah, but they didn't really look. Uh, you polish the car, it's really polished, but they didn't really look. So I don't see the distinction. Now, let me pause for a second here.
right, so we're back at it. Saw a uh, wrestler who used to be on the real world. That's how I know him. I don't know about this wrestling stuff, though. Oh. But yeah, we got the Miz. He was with his wife, Maurice. But she denied she denied me a dual shot. But I have her a few times, and I have him a few times. So I didn't bother. Also got another wrestler. Um, I couldn't identify. Yeah, I couldn't tell he, who he was due to hat and shades. But I got the photo up just in case. And we we saw Na Naomi too, but had her. Didn't need her. And uh, yeah, I don't know them. Huh? I don't know these people. Yeah, no, I know them all. But uh, I didn't need I didn't need three of them, and who knows if I need the fourth one? All right. So the big name that you obtained this year was Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, I, I'd rather not go through the circumstances, but yeah, I obtained Johnny Depp, one of my holy grail names. So how was he? Was he kind of? I mean, because there's you know, all this uh, controversy of him. Uh, Beating up the the wife Amber Heard and cutting his finger off and uh, yeah, a lot of things. Uh, well, first of all, I'm glad I got him before he cut his finger off because who knows? <laughs> oh, you didn't. It was after. I mean, I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, no, he did. He cut his finger off recently, didn't he? Nah, this was a long time ago. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, then I'm mistaken. I thought it was recent, but but anyway, I'm. I mean, he, he he was cool when I met him, and since it was a paid setting, I I uh, that was the best chance of getting him no hat, no shades, and um, you know I'm not normal after doing this for so long, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not normally starstruck when I see celebrities, but when I got in front of Johnny Depp, I'm like, holy crap, this is Johnny Depp. I was I was starstruck. And you had not no reverence for Alice Cooper or uh, Joe Perry. Not really. Well, first of all, because I had already met them once before. Second of all, you know, they're, they're no Johnny Depp. No. So, uh, who, who's your, your most successful meet, you would say, or the top meets most successful for you? For me, most successful, I would say um, Harrison Ford, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Morgan Freeman. I tried for him seven times before I got him. Uh, Neil Armstrong, who died maybe a year later. Yeah, so that was uh, that was a one of mine, and that was a, one of my best meets. Another one uh, which I consider successful was uh, Chris Benoit, who uh, died three months uh, after I got him. Yeah, yeah, I was always a huge fan of his, you know. So um, I'm glad I got that shot. Uh, you know, what happened there? Benoit didn't do it. You know, some it was something, someone or something else in that body that did what, what he did. Benoit, he did it. Now, Benoit was one of the nicest guys I ever shook hands with. You know, it's like um, I, um, my grandmother is demented. She got demented. My great aunt got demented. You know, you see them. It's not them anymore. It's it's their body. You see them breathing. Their heart is beating. It looks like them and it sounds like them, but it's no longer them. The person that 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 was once there is no more. That's what I think happened with Benoit. Well, he had too many shots to the head. You know, that's that's most of it. Um, so Har Harrison Ford has a bad reputation. How, how was your interaction with him? Well, I met him at a, it was indoors at a at a at a government setting, so um, he he was kind of mellow, like he didn't want to do the shot, but I, but he's like, okay, go on, and and it was a type of setting where there was l less chance he'd say no, so I was fortunate there, and uh, for the longest time he hadn't do, he stopped doing photos, but recently a few people had successes, only recently. And, um, so uh, what in the in the future? Who's your who's your you big on your want list still? I still have a few people I really want. Uh, Mel Gibson is one of my top ones. Yeah, well, but he's never around. Yeah, he's never around. Bill Murray, who I uh, <laughs> who I failed on, I hope to get one day. I actually have a chance on him at him uh, in the next uh, couple of months. Yeah, but he hates you. Well, I. I doubt he remembers me. I bet you he does. It's been it's been so long, and he's not young, so I doubt he does. Yeah. Uh, most celebrities don't remember me. There's a uh, Sharon Stone is big on my want list. I, I, want list. Yeah, I I have invalid shots with her. 
So that's, that's another one on my list. Then, then of course, Tom Cruise, who I've never seen. No. Angelina Jolie, I failed to get a photo up with her a couple of times. I'd like to make that up. I managed to get it, Brad Pitt, but not Angelina. So I'm, I'm sure there's a, a lot of people that are still up there on my wand. Wrestling-wise, I still don't have Brock Lesnar or Shane McMahon. Well, Shane is not that hard. We've told you how to get Shane. You just have to go and do it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've tried to do it using that method. I just haven't seen him. You know, I mean, he's a, he's the nicest guy. It's very random. Yes, it's yeah, very random. He's the nicest guy you could you could meet, but you have to actually meet him. And I have and I haven't had that good luck yet. I think Brock Lesnar is going to be very difficult. Yeah, probably. I've, I'm. He, he's hard to even see, but you know, people who have seen him have generally gotten him. So kind of like the opposite of Shane McMahon. I'd rather get his wife. I actually do need his wife real bad too. You That's, don't have you don't have Rena. I do not have her. Wow. Yeah. Or Sable or whatever the hell her yeah, name Sable. was. Yeah, Sable. I need her too. So wrestling-wise, those are my three biggest ones. Her and Brock and Shane. Now, in the in the uh, in the voice acting world, I know that you are still begging for John Irwin, the voice of He-Man. Yes. But apparently, he he's a recluse, and never comes outside. Yeah, he. Um, they reportedly made him multiple offers for PowerCon in LA. He just doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, he wants, which which shocks me because he could sit there and make a ton of money all day, and he rejects that. His his argument, he doesn't want to ruin the image of He-Man, which I find what? absurd. That, that that's that's what he says. That's his excuse. Yeah, but but Skeletor does it. He-Man, he does all the stuff. Oppenheimer. Yeah, and and he and we know he's not a floating skull, but I guess he, yeah, that's what I mean. He's not afraid to ruin the image of Skeletor. I, I really wish John Irwin felt the same way. It's it's really heart crushing. As you know, he's old. He's gonna die, and yeah. fans want to meet him. He has this opportunity to make money. He just doesn't want to do it. Why don't you go to his house? You know, I tried looking for his house. I tried. It's like the guy's a ghost. It's like he eliminated himself from the records. I tried to get addresses. Nothing, zilch. I even consulted a master I know who actually goes to people's houses, to people's houses, and uh, he has success doing that. And even he doesn't have John Irwin. So maybe he doesn't want him. Well, I actually did ask him about it. He said he tried to get him but couldn't. Unless he's trying to hide it from me, I don't know. What reason would he have to hide it? I mean, it's not like the guy is some like Marlon Brando or something who cares well this guy's known to be secretive with his info so I, I guess that's a possibility so um, Jeremiah he was on this show a while ago uh, it was a bit boring we couldn't get him to bash any uh, celebrities other than Taylor Swift who, who are the ones that you hate uh, who, do I, who do I hate uh, I guess um Bill Gates is one I've tried for so many times and failed. So, I mean, if if I hate hate a celebrity, it's because they've told me no so many times. I don't. So, we'll be checking all rules. Bill Bill Gates is one of them, and Sharon Stone is another. You know, um, Edward Norton's a dick. You know, so. uh, But I guess, I guess, celebrities I hate hate. I suppose. The Democratic president, former wow. presidents, <laughs> those, and uh, actually most uh, most former presidents, I would say, uh, Republican or Democrat. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they're usually not ultra. Well, Jimmy Carter was nice. Well, I, I don't mean nice in terms of uh, of uh, you know doing uh, combos. I mean, I uh, I mean uh, uh, stabbing the country in the back type yeah. of thing. So I guess I hate them for what they've done. Well, nobody's perfect. So, uh, still on the Yoda hunt here. Been delayed and delayed and delayed. This is, uh, this is not, not looking good, I have to say. It's not looking good. Well, there's, uh, there's still hope. You know, I'm hoping the next hour or two we see him. I mean, we've got to see him. There's no way we can't see him with the info we have. It's just a matter if he says yes or no. But it's pretty much a guarantee we'll see him. Or as much as a guarantee as you can ever get on the street. So, Jeremiah lied and said that he would retire after getting Johnny Depp. Who will you retire after getting? Who would I retire? Uh, who would make me retire? Uh, I guess... Uh, Jaleel White. 
No. No. I don't know. It's it's hard to. Say. I guess uh, I'll retire when I'm really just I, I tired of it and don't think I can do it anymore. I don't think there's any one person that will make me retire. But when the day comes when I'm just unable to do as much, I might only do certain bigger events where I can get multiple people at once. I mean that's probably when I'll retire. But I don't think any um, set of people uh, by themselves can make me retire because there's always new movies, new wrestlers. So there'll always be something to get. Alright, we'll be back later. Alright, so we are now leaving. I don't believe it, but we, found we did it! We found Yoda! The Force, the force was, is with us. The Force was strong in this one. Yeah. I finally scored Yoda. That means I have every significant member of the original Star Wars trilogy that's still alive. Plus Kenny Baker. Who's dead? Who's dead? Oh, uh, sorry, celebrity death. We missed that one. Kenny Baker, R2-D2, passed away the other week. Even though I was going to get him at a convention in a couple of months, dead. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get him at Star Wars Celebration in Orlando in 2012. So that was one of my best combo-related decisions ever. Yeah. Well, right, we're now uh, a little bit of foot traffic here. So we went up to Frank Oz, who apparently broke his foot or his ankle, one or the other, and uh, he was sitting in the wheelchair. And what did you think when they were pushing him through with the wheelchair and he went right past where we were sitting? I'm like, oh, oh my God, is he going to do it on a wheelchair or is he not going to do it? Plus, there was a woman with him that was likely his wife. I was, I was afraid that would be an obstacle too. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, thankfully, when we, we followed him, he sat down, the wife left. And uh, thankfully, uh, yeah, the wife left briefly, and that's when we made our move. You know, we we told we said we were on our way to Wizard War World, and you know, to make it seem uh, random. And um, we talked to him, we chatted with him. He was very gracious for the photo op. He's like, of course, he is a chiller guarantee for the photo op <laughs> if you see him. He's basically, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, uh, we're on the fourth. Can we get to the fourth level, or are we going out here? Uh, we gotta take the elevator. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we started talking about different conventions, and I guess he wanted to know about it, and then we asked him about, you know, if he does a Star Wars celebration, he's like, I just did one, but it's not, it's the weekends, the holiday yeah, the thing. the Disney Star Wars week is not the Star Wars celebration conventions, he, he distorted, and I corrected him, how cool is that? Oh. So he just says, like, you know, I'm just a guy, I just, I like doing the work, I don't like doing the promotional stuff, I just like doing the work. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much that. And so what was funny was when I first went up to him and I was talking to him, it was like he was ignoring me. And I, and I was, like, getting really, really, like, nervous. I'm like, oh, my God, he's just ignoring us. He's going to, you know, just totally blank us here. <laughs> and he was, like, he was like, huh, me? Yes, you. Yeah, see, he doesn't get recognized at all. So as a class is, uh, is, once we get outside, he'll get out, yell out, he'll uh, let out his normal scream. <laughs> and uh, I was going to pull out the Muppet doll, but then I thought, no, that's a bad idea. Yeah, then it'll be way too obvious. That will look so, no, but also it'll look so creepy. All right. Well, all I can say is at least, apparently, as we walked away, he and the wife had a big chuckle, so... Yeah, so they, they, I guess they weren't creeped out by it. They found it rather humorous more, more than anything. You're going to celebrate or what? we got to go this way. Yes! What did you say? We really did a good job at making it look random. That's why he, he was that nice to us, most likely. Well, he's a nice guy anyway, but you know what it is? If there's a situation where I can, like, talk to them, you know, in a civilized, you know, way, you know, like one dude to another, usually you get very good results. You know, I've done that in the past. I've gotten good results from people who, you know, like Ed Harris. Ed Harris is really cool with me after I talked to him for, like, you know, five or ten minutes or just talking about baseball. You know, where you're not, you're not running up to the person and screaming, photo, you know, or... 
to the sign. Yeah, that's true. Now, you're not always presented with an opportunity uh, that is that calm to be able to do that, but yeah. sometimes you are. Yeah, usually it's screaming with like 20 people, well, so you have yeah. to make your voice known to get anything. But, but uh, yeah, I guess the rare opportunities like this one, I guess it's smart to make it look random. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's whenever I, you know, when I see these people randomly, I try to do that. I try to, you know, be nice about it and whatever. Test, 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 test. All right. So I was saying um, in this hobby, um, there's, a, there's a few ways that people view you. One of them is uh, that they hate you. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people do hate me, and it kind of comes with the territory because, you know, I, I go, I, uh, I, uh, I basically do have done stuff in many different states, so that's why I have a lot of haters. Take Pablo in New York City, for instance. A lot of people in New York City that I know and don't know hate Pablo. Including me. Including you, case in point. But uh, outside New York City, nobody hates Pablo because nobody knows Pablo. But a lot of people know me, hence why, uh, where a lot of that hate comes from. And it seems like you make a very poor first impression. Uh, well, to who exactly? I don't know, just a lot of these people that I run into in New York that, uh, that see you for the first time, they're like, oh my God, this guy is insane. I can't believe what he did. And they probably see me when I'm you know, at my lowest point. Cause I, That's I, often. Well, because I'm trying to get a celebrity. It's like I'm desperate to get that photo up wherever I am. That's probably what. And they see me. If they see me do that for the first time, I guess I don't blame them. So then the other the other way that a lot of people view is, uh, a lot of people say to me that it's almost universal. They say, "Class Jorsky, we're, we're fascinated by these people." It's almost a morbid fascination, to be honest. But they're they're fascinated by the antics, by the obsession, by the dumb rules that you guys have. Um, just. Just all of that. Yeah, me and Jaroski were actually talking about that. It's like how everybody's fascinated with us. We find that kind of humorous and, uh, you know, a little surprising, to be honest, of why why the fixation on us. But, you, but, you know, like I tell them, if, um, if putting a blog and detailing our antics in L.A. gives people happiness because they're fascinated with us, why not give them happiness? Right. Well, the, the, the L.A. blog, I think we missed that part before, but the L.A. blog was uh, <laughs> quite humorous. So you and Jorsky, uh back in January, you went out to the Golden Globes uh, in Los Angeles, um, which was kind of shocking. Well, you also did the Hollywood show for Dick Van Dyke. But it was kind of shocking from you two, A, because you're both cheap, and, and B, because, I mean, how did you, first of all, what are your thoughts on Los Angeles and also... Never having been there, Jeremiah apparently was there 20 years ago or something. I mean, how do you, you know, you have no foreknowledge of anything there in terms of trying to meet celebrities. That's all correct. Well, well, first of all, uh, regarding LA, um, weather beautiful. You know, it was it was heartbreaking to leave that weather, especially in January. And uh, but uh, in terms of celebrity access, I feel that in LA the access isn't as good as other cities like Philadelphia, or New York City, or or Washington D.C. But um, the, but the graphers, wow! After being used to Philly and New York graphers, it's like, my God, are these really graphers? And um, as for uh, the uh, the new so, so the the graphers are not bad. <laughs> They're pretty awesome, actually. They were they were even t talking to us in polite manners. Like, like I said, I couldn't believe they were actually graphers, but they were. And um, uh, But yes, it's true that we were going into unknown territory for us because we've never graphed LA. But um, uh, well, uh, but uh, that's why we based it off the Hollywood show and Dick Van Dyke. But uh, I think uh, for, for our first time, we did pretty okay and we got uh, a feel of the layout. So I think if we try it again next year, we'll do better. Right. So... Um... So I guess in in uh, in conclusion, 
Um, have you ever been interviewed for anything before? This is kind of weird. Uh, no, actually, I have a couple of times. You have? Yeah, it, it's happened. You know, one like one time a reporter interviewed me ah. after um, seeing me get celebrities. Uh, like they interviewed me and other people doing it. You know, another uh, a couple of other times I got interviewed at, at a wrestling con. Yeah, it, it's not a it's not a common occurrence, but it has happened. It seems like uh, Jorsky is the more famous of this duo. That's true. He had the Yahoo News video, although although me and him both question why he was chosen, considering there are other people in New York City like Vanessa, like uh, James, like even Pablo that have photo ops much better than he does. Like something even he agrees with. So so it kind of amazes us why he got chosen. Um, but um, honestly, I, I don't think I'd want a Yahoo News video because uh, I don't want to risk celebrities remembering me because they I have a face. They, yeah, none they of them are gonna see that. It's unlikely, but you never know. I've actually had some of these uh, convention quasi-celebrities say to me, like if I mentioned Jeremiah or Jeremiah's with me, they're like, Oh my God, Jeremiah, I can't believe all the celebrities you meet and blah, blah, blah. Who said that? Who said that? Very, very low-level people. You, you mean celebrities? Yes, very low-level. Yeah, actually, uh, a couple of them are even Facebook friends with him, so that that might be how they how they actually know him. Yeah, I guess so. They probably keep track of his uh, yeah. his many uh, his uh, endeavors, uh, if you will. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He's, 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 he even once texted me like, "Oh, somebody valid wished me a happy birthday." <laughs> of course, a low-level celebrity, but they still, I guess, it's pretty cool. So I saw in a recent report that you are the world's biggest Hillary Clinton supporter. Absolutely not true. There's uh, visual. Wait a minute. There's visual evidence of this. I was trying to make a few bucks and to guarantee no, myself a photo know. op with I the next president. No. So no, I wanted a guaranteed photo op with the next president. So by having both Hillary and Trump, I guarantee that to myself. But I'm voting Trump all the way. I don't think. I, at this point, I'm not even sure if Trump will be on the ballot. Uh, I think he will be on the ballot, but uh, that... you, you know he doesn't want to be the president. I don't know that. Nah, he doesn't want to be. Well, I hope that's not true. I, I want to believe he still wants to be. And he's only harmed the celebrity, people trying to get celebrities, only harmed us. Because celebrities now will not stay in his hotels, which used to be very, very good hotels to get celebrities at, and now nobody goes there. Yeah, I think that's very lame, you know. If they like going there, they should like going there. Just because they don't agree with the, with the fact that he wants to deport people that shouldn't be in the country to begin with, you know, I don't I don't see why that's the reason. I think it's um, very uh, short-sighted. You know, they're illegals. They, should, they, they snuck in the country. If I snuck at somebody's home, I would be kicked out of, the, of, the, of that home, and rightfully so. You know, if, if I tried to sneak into Mexico, I wouldn't get benefit. I'd be kicked out of Mexico. Again, rightfully so. He just wants, uh, wants to enforce common sense. You, and you, you sneak into and get kicked out of many things. That's true, but not the main issue I wanted to bring up. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Anything else? Well, uh, sadly, I, I, I don't have any... Uh, any good prospects in New York City like now because they were all gone but hopefully I go in the city I find something fingers crossed it was it was fun being interviewed and uh, until next time yeah well hello monsters and vampires it is me, Vincent Price, back from the dead, hoo, 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 with another Monster Mania uh, review. Uh, yeah, so um, Monster Mania, I, I don't know what number this is, but uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, August. Uh, you know, I mean, the biggest concern I had this time was uh, Freddy Krueger, Robert Englund, who's known to have very, very, very long lines, and he takes forever, he talks, and he talks, and he tells these stories and everything, and, and people just want to kill him. 
because they uh, they're they're there for you know eight nine hours all day night and they can't get the guy. So that was my concern going in, but I had a plan. There was other people I wanted to meet at this convention, so I decided, you know, I would just do whatever I could do, and if uh, you know if uh, if uh, there was no nightmare on Elm Street, uh, you know, it wasn't going to happen. You know, there's not much I can do, but. Uh, that was my plan, and it actually you know, worked out. And so what happened was, <laughs> I brought a friend, and uh, he um, he was waiting in the line for uh, Jason Patrick from the Lost Boys, and I was in the uh, the line for uh, Robert Englund, which was not moving um, at all. And so they were giving out tickets for uh, Robert Englund, and they were like, well, you know, if you come back, you know, five hours later, maybe maybe you'll get him, maybe you won't, I don't know. So he was talking to somebody, and then, you know, whoever was in the line there with him was like, well, you know, we have this VIP badge or card. We can't use it or we're not going to use it, so here. So, I mean, you know, you talk about the combo gods smiling on you. I mean, there it is right there. So, um... Yeah, long story short, we <laughs> we went back there at about 3 o'clock after he had come back from a break, and they took us right up. And we got in the line, and it was funny because there was about, I don't know, 12, 15 people ahead of us in the line. And that took like 45 minutes to get through because, again, he's so slow. Um, <laughs> there was this room full of people. I felt really bad for them because it looked like they'd been there all day and they had not moved out of their seats in this very, very, very hot room. And it was awful. I mean, they looked like zombies. It just, it was just terrible. So, um, I get up to Robert England and, you know, I knew him from, obviously, Freddy Krueger, but I also knew him as a guest star on the season three episode of Sliders um, that was called State of the Art. And it was about, uh, you know, his character was like this mastermind of this, you know, uh, factory or something. And, and in this world, he, um, he had all these androids and it wound up happening was that... Uh, the sliders, uh, you know, kind of got involved, and eventually uh, it found out that he was the android. Ooh, you know, it was like Twilight Zone. Um, it was a great episode, and I mentioned it to him, and he immediately just ignored that and started talking about John Reese Davies and who he's married to now and whatever happened to Sabrina Lloyd and and all that. But you know, it's it's Freddy Krueger. Um, and at the end of the episode, of course, we'll have to replay. The uh, the uh, infamous um, uh, Cowboy Kruger theme song from well back in the day, Cowboy Kruger. I mean, you have Freddy Kruger, but we invented Cowboy Kruger. Never took off. What can I say? Okay. Uh, it's too big. Uh, or I'll try. Uh, it seems to. Uh, 
think it's the red eye thing you said real quick. Red eye reduction. Okay. Freddie likes his eyes red. So, um, also at the Monster Mania, was really cool for me was to meet uh, two people I really wanted to meet for a long time. One of them was Marcy Darcy, aka Marcy Rhodes, uh, played by Amanda Bierce uh, on Married with Children. Um, you know, I, obviously, I love that show. And she was the last person I needed on this uh, cast photo that I had. I got uh, most of them done through the through the mail. There was a, a signing they did for Ed O'Neill and Katie Segal and Christina Applegate. Now, uh, Christina Applegate and, of course, David Faustino, Bud, I met in person. And I also met um, a chiller, the last chiller I met, uh, uh, Ted McGinley. And now it was Amanda Beer. So um, she she commended me on, on finishing this photo, getting all the autographs. And she was very, very nice, and that was cool to meet her. Hi, I'm wow. Amanda. Greg. Nice to meet you, Greg. I'm a huge Married with Children fan. Right on. I love hearing that. I, uh, you're actually the last person I need on this. Oh my god, you too. Wow. Oh, right, how the hell did you get that? Well, those, uh, her, uh, Ed, Christina, and Katie, I sent away for. Uh, they oh, did they like just a signing. Yes, yes, yes. I've met, uh, David and Christina, I've met in person, and Ted. I got him, and uh, Katie and, and Ed I haven't met yet. Well, Ed's very decent. He's hard to get. Yeah. But that's awesome, because uh, you don't see a lot of these complete. No. So, shall I go down here under, uh, under my husband? Uh, or I, maybe uh, I... Whichever you... Cause yeah, I think so. I could use more... more I uh, white so I, you yeah, can see it. Yeah, more area for Yeah, there. okay, cool. Yeah, definitely blue. Okay. Very good. And did you just get him a couple of months ago? Yeah, he was at something called oh, Chiller. Yeah, I know. I know. I'd, I've never been, but I didn't know he did these. He did? That so, was his first one. Wow. And he did so well in like two days, he just left there on a Sunday. He didn't even have to show <laughs> Oh, really? He gangbusters. Good. Good for him. awesome guy. He is. He's a lovely man. All right, terrific. You got a camera? Yeah, my friend's running okay. over here now. Let's hold this up. He's the, uh, the pro. Well, oh, here, hi, there he is. Come out. Yeah, it's good. Beautiful. Good. Well, it's a pleasure. Congratulations. Right on, and thanks for watching. See ya. Hi. It is complete. It's complete. Last but not least, they, I can't believe they got this guy. It was Donald Gibb, a.k.a. Ogre, from the Re Revenge of the Nerds and uh, the sequel. Um, love the guy. He's hilarious. Um, so we got to talking. It turns out he has a bar uh, right by Wrigley Field in Chicago. And we talked about that and the nerds and everything. And it was a uh, you know, great chat with Ogre. Ogre. Uh, you know, uh... What if a uh, cat really spelled dog, you know? <laughs> and he was even screaming, uh, it burns, uh, when people asked him to. It was really funny. Hey, dude. Hey, how, how are you, dude? Up, man? Good to see you guys. I can't believe you're here. Well, thank you. I know, it's fun. I'm having a good time, man. Right, you know? nice I'm just getting a, the photograph. Uh, you got this? Yeah, I do. Oh, got sweet. Got a bunch already. Sweet. Yeah, just stick it on there. Just sign my name. Yeah, yeah. On the character? Yeah. Right here? Yeah, it's a good spot. I heard what you were saying. Yeah, some of them are uh, going to be tough to find. Yeah. Uh, John, you know, the thing with John, John's a really nice guy, but he's very reclusive. Goodman, 
And, and Anthony, oh, and Anthony well, Edwards. Anthony Edwards the is thing, oh, They do Broadway shows. You know who does? Uh, Cromwell does Star Trek events. I know. So you can get. Him. I've gotten him in the city. He does a lot of. Um, he does a lot of environmental like, uh, oh, like appearances. I don't know okay. about Bernie Casey. Yeah. Well, he used to do conventions, but I, I think he, I don't think he's still well right now. Yeah, I yeah. think he's pretty cool. This is the one that I think I'll, I'll never see. Busfield. He's tough. For it's some it. reason, he never talked about Revenge of the Nerds being in Revenge of the Nerds. And he was in Yeah, he was in Yeah, he came back for the two TV ones. I don't know if he's like beyond Revenge of the Nerds. I, I don't know, you know? And he well, directs a lot. He yes. Directs, yeah, he, he directs like a lot. Director. He did that, what did he do, that show 30 something? He became a big star yeah, off 30 yeah, something. Yeah. Anthony I got at Broadway about a year and a half ago. Oh, you got Anthony. He was in a play with Peter Dinklage. Wow, that's that's a hard one to get. You know, people, that's what um, uh, McGinley told me. Hard right? to get. Because I'm close to New York, I go in a lot. So that's the way to do it. Because he lives there. You grab him, and if there isn't a whole lot of people around, they'll do it. It's only Anthony would have done it here this weekend. Yeah, he would have been nerds, and what's her name? He would have married us. Oh, no, right? He would have fit. He was at uh, Chiller up in northern New Jersey. Was he? I heard uh, that's a good one. In April. Yeah. And he did he did well enough there that he left after two days. Wow. Like he was like gangbusters and then. Really? Because wow. the mayor with children and No, his, he's pretty yeah, he's in nerds and everything. You happy know. days. Happy True. days. Well that's love boat. That's, love boat. <laughs> that's all the I, that's, that's the curse. The right? You know, Ted he, McGinley has a curse. Uh, yeah. Every show, I think it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Revenge of the Nerds did great, so you know it's like. Every children was one of the, of the highest. When she came on Love Boat and Happy Days, they were both those shows. They were, were already past them. Yes, play. yes. Had nothing to do with it. No, it had nothing to do with them. They just sort of stuck them on there. Yeah. yeah. They, they, probably ran, they ran for probably three seasons yeah. longer. Hey, brother. Sorry, there's a guy who's selling the Super Bowl shuffle record. Do you want it? I'll get it for you. Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Thank you, though, no bro. No problem. I, I have one. It's a great song. It's catchy. Thank you. There you go, brother. Better? My eyeballs are weird, so you no, never know where I'm looking. That's fine. You never know where I'm looking. Cameraman always I go. I didn't know if you were like, because I saw some people. I didn't know if you were doing like the like, yeah, the, the no, Mike. Half a biting kind of thing at them. Or <laughs> no. Something. Hey, uh, can I get a review? You want what? Ted told me you own a dog. Yes, in Chicago. Oh, he's in Colorado. No, he's wrong. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a bar in, in right in, near Wrigley Field. Oh, Block and a half of Wrigley. Wow. It's called Trader Todd's Adventure Bar. My partner and I, we have, we've had it for 17 years. Are you there all the time? I'm there a lot. We moved to Skokie oh, two years ago, so we live right. We only live 20 minutes. Trader Todd's Adventure. It's on Belmont and Sheffield. Block and a half of Wrigley. I was in Chicago my back Cubs, in March. My Cubs are doing it. I think, I think they so. won 13 to something yesterday. Well, I'm not going to jinx you. Don't jinx me. Yeah. I know. Don't say it. That's what I tell everybody in Chicago. I say, well, stop talking about it. God damn it. i got to get out. I've, I've always wanted to be at Wrigley. Oh, it's so nice. Dude. But it's like, I don't want to go just to Chicago, just to go to Wrigley. I want to like do Yeah, you got to make a weekend else. of it or go during the week. You know, watch one of the games during the week. I've been to Chicago like three times, but every time it's during the winter. Yeah, no, you got to go. You got to go like during the week when they're home. You know, that's what we do. We go to the games during the week. Yeah. It's easier. The weekend games right now are just jammed. No, I don't think I. I don't think I. It's like Fenway. It's you, a you zoo now. Takes forever. Forty-five thousand people out there. I mean, standing room only, everywhere. But and they're they winning. Seats down. They're winning. They remove seats. Yeah, they remove seats, but man, they're just you know standing room only now. Okay, ready? All right, brother. That one came out good, but those cameras are pretty good. Oh, you know, awesome to meet you. I definitely hope, not for me, but for other people, definitely do. I told Ted the same thing. Please do more cons. A lot of people want to meet. I'll try. Yeah, you know, I'm supposed to do one here in Philadelphia. Something fest. I know, I think it's a dude. I don't know. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. But now, Chiller is a good one. I heard. Yeah, I heard. All right, Don. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, 
So one last uh, meet convention to talk about. I went up to um, Danbury, Connecticut. It was the Connecticut Horror Fest. And the main reason I wanted to go there was they had the legendary King of the Dead himself, George A. Romero, who, of course, directed, wrote uh, the whole series, Night of the Living Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, uh, a lot of dead. Um, So George actually, and it's funny, he actually did an appearance at the historic Lowe's Jersey Theater in Jersey City, Journal Square, a few years ago. Um, for some stupid reason, I didn't go. I don't know why, but, um, I probably should have went there because I maybe even been free, but, uh, obviously I would have gotten him. So I decided to drive up there. It was about an hour and a half, similar to driving to Monster Mania. And, you know, it was in this weird, gigantic conference complex, very strange, um, almost like something you would see in a George Romero movie, you know. Fighting zombies and sort of like Dawn of the Dead. Um, so I get in there, and he had a pretty sizable line, maybe seventy-five people, and it moved. You know, it took about an hour and a half to um, get all the way up there, and he was really nice, and it was you know great to to meet one of my directing heroes, and you know I one of the things I mentioned to him was about Creepshow which was a running joke on, on this show for many years where Rob and I would joke about uh, Leslie Nielsen and the, the whole thing with Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson and <laughs> Leslie Nielsen killing people and burying them in the sand and then have, walk, putting a camera on them and from his house and watching them drown and, you know, as the tide came in. You know, you got to hold your breath. you got to hold your breath. So I mentioned to George Romero, I said, well, you know, was it your idea to turn Ted Danson into an underwater turnip? And he laughed about that. And he said, no, it was the writer. And then he mentioned that Leslie Nielsen was really funny. So it was a, it was a, it was a brief but really, a really nice um, uh, interaction with the King of the Dead. It's uh, oh, look at 65 for the yeah, I found it on the internet. Wow, man. <laughs> nice to meet you. This, this movie was like my introduction. But for years, I used to get have these dreams of like fighting my way out of the army. <laughs> Are you kidding? Wow. Uh, nah, go ahead. I'm just... Uh, okay. The other thing I've always been wanting to ask you. Yeah. Was it your idea to turn Ted Danson into an underwater turnip? <laughs> well, it was no, I, I, it was Steve's. It, it, he, Steve wrote the script. Oh, okay. But that was my favorite segment. Is that right? That, that's great. <laughs> it's just because we were laughing at it so bad. Well, I know. Well, Leslie is sensational. Oh, he was fantastic. Ready? Yes. Uh, here we go. Here we go. One, two, three. That's good. Okay. Uh, good fun. Nice to meet you again. Nice seeing you. Take care. Then I flew up in the sky, he blew out my eye. 